Good morning, everybody. It's Michael coming to you from Malawi, Africa. I know it's been a couple months since you've heard from me on the podcast, but I wanted to update so many of you have been asking me what's going on and what I'm doing. Long story short, about a week after I returned to Maui, I got a, a message from Craig Arnold, my disaster aid partner from the UPS Foundation, which is the charity arm of UPS, about Malawi, that Malawi had been asking and, and eager to receive help for ultra cold chain management. So basically the, the short on this is that uh, Pfizer and Moderna, those require very cold temperatures, particularly the Pfizer. The Pfizer's negative 80. So Malawi in an assessment done by different groups basically determined they didn't have any ultra cold chain in the country and about a million doses of Pfizer had become available. So Craig and I were asked to come in and try to help figure out this problem uh, on behalf of the national government. So in the past, typically we work more with agencies and, and to the best of my knowledge, this is one of the few times the national government has asked us to come in. So I didn't have a lot of time and they weren't allowing flights into, Mal well, they weren't allowing uh, people without visas into Malawi. And so you can't get a tourist visa right now. So we had to get permission from the government and letters. And there was a little bit of a waiting game. But within a couple of days, I was back on a, a plane to Africa. Uh, Craig, I have uh, deployed with him several times. He's amazing. He's a, a vice president of cells for UPS Healthcare. But he also does a lot of charity work through the UPS Foundation. And I've had a lot of questions from different people about you know, how much money is UPS making on shipping vaccines. They're not making to the best of my knowledge, hardly anything. And I am seeing them pour a huge amount of money into charity groups to help support COVID vaccine response. And uh, not only for just COVID vaccines, but for other medicines in general. So our goal here is really about three or four fold. We're having great success. Craig went back to the States yesterday. He has a long plane trip ahead of him. And in the meantime, I am patiently waiting for a series of equipment, basically three different kinds of equipment to arrive in country. And at that point, I'll provide training to the national government as well as the groups uh, actually going out and, and doing the vaccinations themselves. So there is a device called a Sterling freezer. Sterling is an ultra cold freezer manufacturer and they make tall stand-up freezers, but they also make a, a very small portable one something a little bit larger than the size of what you would you know, have like for a desktop computer tower. It's about what you're looking at. And those will hold about 6,000 doses of Pfizer at up to negative 86 degrees Celsius. Pfizer is interesting as a vaccine simply because it has different stabilities and different temperatures. So if you're storing it at negative 80 degrees Celsius, it should be able to maintain that for up to six months. Pfizer recently announced that there are other storage temperatures that you can use, which gives us a lot of flexibility in using it in countries like Malawi, where there are, there are electrical grid problems. For example, we can store it at negative 20 for about two weeks, 14 days. You can travel with it at 2 to 8 degrees Celsius for about 12 hours, and you can also store it for up to 30 days at 2 to 8 degrees Celsius. Now, when you come from ultra cold and you're getting warmer, you're not supposed to go back down. It basically is a big no-no. But with the right amount of planning and the right amount of training, we're, we're starting to feel pretty confident that we have at least a solution worked out. UPS has donated 30 of these little 
Sterling freezers, which would provide storage for up to 180,000 doses of Pfizer. So there's, there's hope. And we're also bringing in at least 50 of the Credo boxes, similar to the ones that we use in Indonesia, to support last mile delivery. And we actually have a system and a plan uh, that we're teaching to the uh, government arm in charge of vaccines. And it, it's been a great collaboration between them uh, a number of other NGOs. It's been it's been an amazing learning experience. Uh, Craig is really really good at networking and getting people together, synergizing. So I, I've always looked to, at him as a mentor, and uh, just really honored to be part of this. I can talk about most of the things that are going on, but there's a couple things that I can't talk about right now that I'm absolutely thrilled about. But basically, the three things we're doing here is we're bringing in. Uh, 30 of these small little sterling freezers that will give the country some capacity for Pfizer, which is really important for Delta right now. The second thing we're doing is bringing in the Credos and helping them with last mile delivery. The third thing that we've been doing is partnering with a couple other aid organizations, obviously the Salvation Army, and there's another one called CARE. And what they are doing is they are helping to educate the public about vaccines and what they are and what they can do for them. Uh, not a mandate, not, nobody's forcing anybody to do anything, but we're at least providing some education, uh, dispelling many of the rumors that are out there uh, about the vaccines themselves. So if you, you can have vaccines in the country and you can have cold chain, but if you don't have uptake, then the vaccines are, are also no good. Malawi is a country of about 20 million people. And, and there's, there's not been a lot of vaccinations, but they're starting to see a third wave here so we're, we're trying to put the infrastructure in place with the gear. And when the gear arrives, then I will be responsible for training uh, the government arm in charge of vaccinations, the shipping company. We're going to also help train on how to use the equipment. Uh, might have to produce some training videos, things of that nature. So while all of this is going on and we're waiting for uh, the clearance of customs and the shipping of the, of the gear, there is a chance I might have some downtime between the arrival of that equipment and the arrival of the actual Pfizer vaccines, which we're expecting to come in, in a couple couple ways. It's not all said and done. We, we have a few hurdles that we're waiting on. There, there are some paperwork things that are very frustrating, but we're, we think for the most part, we pretty much have the, the hard stuff figured out. If I do have some downtime, uh, the suggestion was made that I jump on a plane over to Zambia and do an assessment with the Salvation Army team there. And so I've, I've already, we've spoken with the Salvation Army. I've gotten my visa. It was just approved yesterday. And I'm basically in a holding pattern waiting for, for different things to arrive, for the training to begin, and then for the vaccine. So that's what's going on. That's what I'm doing in Malawi. I'm going to miss a lot of fun things uh, in the month of August including football games, but it's obviously super worth it to me. I would, there's nowhere else I'd rather be than, than trying to help. Many of you have asked what my thoughts are about Africa, and uh, I would define it as very friendly, uh, amazing. It's really a wonderful place to see. They have obviously different parts of vegetation, different climates in different regions, but the food has been incredible. I feel very safe here. Uh, yesterday I had to start driving on the left side of the road in a right 
in a right driver's seat, which was really strange. Uh, but it's growing on me. I'm, you know, I'm terrified of making a mistake while I'm driving. But yeah, if you have an American driver's license, you can come to Africa and you can drive. So just a quick update. Now, I have gotten a couple emails from different people, you know, again, uh, anti-vax. They're basically telling me, you know, I'm doing the work of the devil. And, and I understand. I can understand. We can disagree on that. My perspective is, is that the vaccines are mostly working and the United States is actually in a lot better shape than most countries. And, and this is also not for just for COVID vaccines. The work that we're doing here for ultra cold will also set up Malawi for you know, pretty much any large molecule medicine moving forward. The Credo boxes, uh, the teams are very excited about them. When we showed them, they wanted a thousand instead of 50. And those would be used to take medicines out to rural areas all over the country. So the way I look at it is we're, we're improving the health system and we're allowing everybody to have an opportunity to choose, you know, if they want the vaccine or not, as well as other medicines. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. I have no idea how long I'm going to be here. Uh, my guess, it would be two to four weeks, something in that area. And um, a lot of really cool opportunities. There's one amazing thing happened that I can't talk about, but as soon as it's approved, you will hear from me. So I just want to say thank you, everybody, for your support. I really appreciate it. That's what's going on. And I will talk to you next time.